Jesu joro yase Geneke choro kameregi Onyi siaho zara yase Nanye Kamhozo Ozo Jesus said to him What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Master, let me receive my sight. Eho gogo. Agofutaranyi no ziomanke mark dia sodel. With this passage we conclude the reading of Mark chapter 10. We have been listening to Mark chapter 10 for some Sundays now. When you go home, before you come back for evening instructions or even before you go to bed, take your Bible and read that chapter 10 again. You will learn many things. Jason Jerusalem. He was on his way to Jerusalem to suffer and to die. So everything he did and said in this journey was very important because it was his part of his last public ministry and teaching. Ajudra Juryanambido Mark chapter ten Bomaka Mado Echofunye Very difficult question very difficult problem that time and even today problem of divorce and from that problem and his answer we see so many other events and teachings until that of today. But there is something very interesting. This story of the healing of the blind man, Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus. That means Bartimaeus. Very interesting story. Last Sunday, we had two apostles came to Jesus. Lord, we want you to grant us what we shall ask you. Dingwenu nda apostle nabo nda apostle bonde fada mobo priestis had madiri neboa jesu horo boha apostle tupu ha nwurusia hancha bubadorigene bishop nda bishop izizi yakuteri jesu onweri hanchori yog 
And Jesus asked them the same question he asked Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do for you? And he's asking you that question now. What do you want me to do for you? What brought you to me this morning? What do you want me to do for you? Pay attention. The apostles asked him, the same Jesus who says, ask and you shall receive. They asked him, Master, permit that when you come into the, your kingdom, your glory, one of us will sit at your right hand and the other at your left hand. In the bishop. You see the problem of bishops and priests, what they're asking Jesus? Positions of honor and command, authority, in the bishop. Nobody takes this honor upon himself. Each person is called as Aaron was. Did Jesus grant their request? No. St. James tells us you ask and you don't receive because you ask wrongly for your own selfish interests and greed. Bishops made a request of Jesus and they got a lesson. They got a lesson in humility. They got a lesson in service. At that time, even though they opened their mouth, you will always have to express what you need. But Jesus knows what you need. Sometimes you say what you want rather than what you need. And he will give you what you need, not what you want. The apostles expressed desire for what they wanted. Jesus gave them the lesson they needed. And these two apostles were only representatives of the other ten. But then, a blind man, blind beggar, poor man along the street, comes up to Jesus, and Jesus asks him the same question that he asked the apostles, that he asked bishops, what do you want me to do for you? Meanwhile, he had asked him, Son of David, have mercy on me. Was that not enough? No, that was too generic. And the man asked, very simple, Lord, that I may see. Some translations will say, that I may see again. Any of them, the permissible. You know, the, the Bible was 
New Testament was written in Greek. And the Greek word used here means really to recover one's sight. Which means the man possibly was seeing before. His request was direct. He asked out of faith. And he asked out of his need. The apostles, bishops asked out of ambition and misconception. The bishops asked and they received their lesson. The poor beggar asked and he received what he asked for. He does not follow our logic. Very often people come to me because some people tell me, please remember me in prayers. I no longer know how to pray. You know what I answer them? God hears me every day when I pray at Mass, Divine Office, Rosary, all the prayers I say. So if you have not been praying, Anytime he hears his voice, he will tell me, wait, 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 wait. Somebody is talking whom I have not heard for a long time. So no, So start praying now. He will listen to you. But beyond that, God encounters every one of us in our needs, in our positions, in our anxieties. He is not a personal property of anybody. He does not have favorites, Peter would say to Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. But then, the whole environment is very interesting. As Jesus was passing, this blind man heard it was Jesus of Nazareth. Makanende hahebu Jesus karirakari that time. Of a common name, as I always told you. Onye na gahe asiyan obu Jesu, onye Nazareth. Those who could see, who have been following him from place to place. This was a powerful teacher, miracle worker. Whom the elders were looking for to kill. And he was on his way to the Passover in Jerusalem. So a crowd was following him. Those who wanted miracles. Those who wanted to hear his teaching. Those who wanted to ask him questions like the scribes and Pharisees. They were people who were very informed about whom he was. But whom did they just think he was? Jesus of Nazareth. But a blind man saw, you know, the blind man saw what the, those who see could not see. For the blind man, it was not Jesus living in Nazareth that was passing. It was Jesus, son of David. Yes, of course. 
Jesus would ask in Mark chapter 12, I think from verse 8 onwards, how can you say that the Messiah is the son of David when David himself in Psalm 110 calls him master? Which means, although the Jews regarded son of David as the title of a Messiah, that son of David was not exactly correct. But the blind man saw in Jesus something higher than what those who we are seeing saw. At least he saw a Messiah. He saw somebody who could help him. Not by causing revolution in Jerusalem. Because some of us gather no local here. For something to happen in the world, to change the whole world, this man asked for something specific in his life. Those who had eyes did not see. The blind saw. You remember Luke chapter 9, John chapter 9, the story of the man born blind, how it ended in verse 52. When the people told Jesus, we are not blind, of course we see, Jesus told them, if you were blind, you would have no blame. But because you claim to see, then your sin remains. This man was shouting, Son of David, have mercy. Son of David, have mercy on me. And the people told him to keep quiet. Those who think or who thought they were the only people who had the right to talk to this man not disturb Jerusalem. Let this man stop distracting us. He should keep quiet. My friend, keep quiet. Some people think that Jesus is their personal property. And all their effort is meant to make others not encounter Jesus. The same chapter 10, I think verse 32 of Mark's gospel. People were bringing children to Jesus for him to bless them. The apostles again refused. Waiting concern now na getam. Some of us priests, bishops, catechists, church wardens, CWO president and CMO president, Sion president, sometimes we think our responsibility is to prevent people from encountering Christ. Uh, uh, why? Some are turned back at the gate because some are stopped from receiving communion because he concern you, now you they receive. Our mission is to bring people to encounter Christ and to help him. 
that very often we, through our words and action and inaction, often prevent people from encountering Christ. How many times have I heard people say, Bishop, Bishop if it were for you bishops and priests I would have stopped going to church but I go to church because I, worship, I know I worship God it pains me to hear that but I thank God that we don't always succeed to stop people from encountering Christ how many times People who are struggling to come back to the church after thinking for many months or even years or something happens in his life or her life, maybe marriage that he or she is preparing for, maybe death in his or her family, maybe a business proposal that is important to him, Maybe a job that he or she is looking for and that person decides, let me go back to the church and present myself to God. And the first priest he encounters discourages him with his action. The first so-called man of God or leader of the church that he meets becomes the problem. Will you shut up? Don't come near. This place is not for people like you. You may not say it as clear as that, but often we behave that way. The story is told of Mahatma Gandhi, the leader of non-violent protests of modern India. When he was living in South Africa, he read the Bible on his own, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5 to 7. And this man said, Here I have found the solution to the problems of the world. And I will go to the church so that they will explain it to me better. That time was the time of apartheid in South Africa. In the church, people were seated according to the colors of their skin. White people were allowed to come in Indians and blacks were given a dress they would put on and they would go to one side. Mahatma Gandhi said he came to the entrance of the church, Kaakowamani Asemon on the mount. He was stopped at the entrance. He was given the dress for colored people and he was told to go and sit on that side. He gave them back that dress, walked away from the church and never came to the church again. But I'm begging you, don't let anybody, Pope, Cardinal, Bishop, Priest, Catechist, President of any organization you belong to, don't let anybody stop you from your encounter with Christ. Christ doesn't belong to him. Son of David, have pity on me. No matter how much they tell you to keep quiet, keep shouting, keep looking for him. He will notice you.
By the time they saw, they couldn't stop him. Hey, now, Asigijishike, come on, courage, go and see him. Get out. He concerned you. Where were you before? You wanted to stop him. Now that he's insisting, you are pretending to be encouraging him. Why you? What do you want me to do for you? That is important. This man was desperate. His answer was direct and simple. Lord, I want to see. I know you have heard the story of one Niger, Niger man, Onye, Nigeria. Blind beggar, Nigerian. Very blind man. I'm very poor man. The story is told that he was sitting and begging and he heard that Jesus was passing by. What do you want me to do for you? Who be you? I'm Jesus. Are you the man I've been hearing about? I say, yes. Are you the Agada Bachiruzo? I say, yes. 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 I am the one. What do you want me to do for you? The man said, where I go start now? You know my condition. You know what I need. Jesus asked him, name what you need. I said, okay. I want to see my mother sitting with my wife and my children inside our new Lexus Jeep parked in front of my newly completed duplex. How many requests? What do you want me to do for you, Nigerian Christian? What do you want me to do for you, Igbo Christian? Have one specific request that will save your life. You want to see your mother sitting in your car with your wife, Egan Leg, and your children, Egan Mutaleg, inside your Lexus Jeep, parked in front of your duplex. Okay? Lord, that I may see. That was the motto of the Apostle of Southern Nigeria, Archbishop Joseph Shanahan, Domine Utvideam, Lord, that I may see, or that I may see again. There are various forms of blindness. In curing this man, Jesus simply said, Go, your faith has healed you. 
Compare that to another story in Mark chapter 8 from verses 22 to 26. When they brought to him a blind man and asked him to lay his hand on the blind man. The blind man didn't make the request. Jesus took him aside, put spittle in his palm and touched the man's eyes and asked him, are you seeing anything? I can see men, but they look like trees. Then he laid his hand on him again. Now that healing came in stages because their contexts were different. God knows your context and he will answer your prayer the way he finds you. Not the way he answered the other person. But he will answer your prayer. Go. Your faith has made you clean. Or has saved you. The same response that he gave to the woman who was suffering from the issue of blood. My daughter, go. Your faith has saved you. Chapter 5, Mark chapter 5, verse 34. Lord, that I may see. It is interesting that Jesus told this man, go. And what did he do? He followed him. Instead of going away, he followed him. Always pray to understand his will for you. You remember the story in Mark chapter 5 from verse 17 or even the whole of from the beginning when Jesus was passing the Nazareth and he met a, a man who was possessed by many evil spirits who started shouting what do you want to do with us? Have you come to destroy us? We know who you are. And eventually Jesus sent the demons into the swine and all the head of swine perished in the sea, in the lake. And the people were afraid and asked Jesus to leave their territory. As Jesus entered the boat to leave the territory, this man who was possessed but had been cured begged him to allow him to follow. To follow him. He said, no. Don't follow me. Go to your family and tell them what the Lord has done for you. And the man then went to his village and started proclaiming to everybody the goodness he has received from God. Our relationship with God is personal. One, he says, come and follow me. The other, he says, go this way. How many people want to become priests, sisters, brothers? They do everything necessary. Sometimes they are told to go home. You can't find any concrete reason 
Ike kwe na obi ihe ndozo na imme ebe he memere asahe lagde. Ike kwe te na obi ihe boruhe bo na he megie asahe lagde. How do you handle that? To one he says, go and proclaim my message elsewhere. Another one he allows to follow him. But the important thing is that we may continue to pray, Lord, that I may see. Lord, heal me from all forms of blindness in my life. There is physical blindness that makes me not see the world. There is moral blindness that makes me not to distinguish sin from good, right from wrong. Moral blindness that deadens and kills my conscience. There is spiritual blindness that prevents me from seeing you in my life. Seeing you in the crosses I encounter, but seeing you in my neighbor. This man received his sight. He saw many beautiful things. Trees, flowers, birds, human beings trooping after Jesus and going their way. He could have returned home to enjoy his life, but he followed him. He became a disciple out of gratitude. What effect does Christ's intervention in your life have? Lord, that I may see. That I may see my sinfulness and ask for pardon. That I may see you in my life, especially when I'm suffering, when I'm surrounded by misunderstanding and difficulty, when I am grieving, and when I'm alone. Lord, that I may see you present in my life. But above all, Lord, you tell me that whatever I do to my brother or sister, I do it to you. But I don't see you in them. Lord, please, cure my blindness that I may see you in my brothers, in my sisters, especially those of them who are in need, that I see you in them, I may encounter them, and in encountering them, encounter you, Lord, that I may see you.